The world we live in, Liz, is so crazy. Messages everywhere. What's your favorite form of messaging? Memes. Mm, I agree. I mm-hmm. like a good meme. Nothing nothing brightens my day like a meme that makes me giggle. <laughs> That's right. I think that a lot of my texts to my girlfriends are just random memes back and forth. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. We, we talk in memes, mm-hmm. right? There's yep. a lot of wisdom to be had from a meme. And there's a, there's a lot of funny people out in the world creating these memes, I too. Know. I'm amazed. Yeah. Let's talk about it. You want to do this? We're hanging. This episode of Small Town Scuttlebutt is brought to you in part by... Medfield Village Cleaners, offering award-winning, eco-friendly dry cleaning, shirt laundry, and alteration services. All work is completed on-site. Find them on the Facebook. And also by... Park Street Books, New England's largest children's book and toy store. Don't let the name fool you. They're actually located on Main Street in Medfield. Small Town Scuttlebot. You know that last advertiser we had Park Street Books on Main Street? I don't know. Maybe there's a rebrand in the future <laughs> for that. <laughs> Check it out. We're at the Boston Red Sox home game here in Milwaukee. Like, it doesn't make sense, you know? But I think that the name isn't as cool if it was Main Street Books. That would be like someplace you'd find everywhere. Park oh, yeah. Street Books is special. Yeah. Main Street Books sounds like... Exactly, like this is what everyone's reading. Exactly, right? This is no, mm-hmm. no. Park Street's like you know, it's a side street. You never know what you're gonna get That's on the true. side. Street, New things right? popping up everywhere. Mm-hmm. Cool. Well, how you doing, Liz? I'm good. How are you? I'm great. I'm great. You know, I feel like uh, spring is in the air, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, the fresh smell of mulch as I was coming up your driveway today. <laughs> is that nice? It is. That's nice. It counters mm-hmm. the uh, bike accident I had the other day. <sighs> No. Yeah, I got into I got into mountain biking, and uh, there was a a chain that was going across the trail, mm-hmm. you know, like to keep motor vehicles off of it. And the middle of the chain was three inches off the ground, and I thought I'll just pop a wheelie off that <laughs> thing. But I was doing like twelve miles an hour. My back my back wheel caught on it like like an F sixteen catches on a on a cable on an aircraft mm-hmm. carrier, and I went over the handlebars. Oh and my I, god! I am in like tough shape yeah that's like an accident you're only supposed to have if you're like under 12 i think yeah (laughs) (laughs) ouch my mindset the fact that i feel young and i think young like is good you know i mean i can if i have to be mature and all that stuff i can do that Mm -hmm. i can you know i read a room but when i'm with my kids being silly i can do that too but i do have to tell myself like you are in a you're in an older body your body doesn't Mm-hmm. You, you can't pick and choose. Oh, today I'm going to be a 40 year old, or today I'm going to be a 20 year old. But the whole th- the whole time I was laying, trying to grab my <laughs> breath, like clutching my chest, because mm-hmm. I broke a rib. You oh know? God! Well, self diagnosed. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> when I went on WebMD. <laughs> yeah, this thing is broken. But I was thinking, Tom Brady takes about four or five of these hits every Sunday. Mm-hmm. We are the same. We're we are only months apart in age, and. But this, he has that, like, shaman, Alex Guerrero, that, like, magically that, keeps him in shape or something like yeah, that. Yeah, muscle pliability. Yes. I don't know. That's weird, but. Mm-hmm. No, I hear you. I mean, I work out. 
probably six days a week, mostly do yoga. Mm -hmm. So I feel like I am reasonably fit person. However, I'm also in my late 40s. And my girlfriends and I recently took up pickleball. Oh, you did? Which is super fun. Mm -hmm. And it's not really an athletically taxing activity either. I mean, there are people on the court that were like in their 60s for sure. And like heavier and whatever. So you don't Mm -hmm. need to be an elite athlete for pickleball. But the day after the first time I played it, I was actually sore. Yeah, I was like, this is humiliating. (laughs) Well, the reason why is because you're using all of these secondary stabilizing muscles. Mm -hmm. You know, like you do a bench press or or a squat or something, you're working... The big muscle groups. Right. But then you start doing these. That's why I love incorporating an activity into your physical program. Yes. Right? Because it makes it more fun and you're getting exercise. Yeah. Yep. You, you want to kill yourself, play a game of basketball. Oh. You, you're going to be on the couch for a <laughs> week. be winded. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. Playing something. Like anything that's lateral moving. I'm yes. Just, it's all over. Yeah. I went I went golfing today and um, aggravated the the rib. I'm like, oh yeah. yeah, that that whole motion is probably unwise for you to be doing right yeah, now. Yeah, <laughs> the first drive, I wasn't even thinking about it. I'm like, I'm just gonna set it up and whoop. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I felt like I got into a car accident. That's how my my body is. I mean, we've reached the age where, like, if we trip over a laundry basket, we could end up in traction. Yeah, like, yeah. And the stories aren't very cool. I mean, the mountain biking story actually is cool. That's a cool way to hurt yourself uh, versus like tripping on a kid's toy. You know, I was <laughs> well, also while I was laying on the ground, I'm like. Uh, <laughs> Like, I'm like, I'm always trying to find the joke, right? Right. Like, what's the funny thing? And I'm just like, imagine if there was a video. Oh, my God. That would be the funniest. uh, Yeah. Can send it into ridiculousness. I'm still, (laughs) I'm still reverse engineering the, the crash just based off of the evidence, like where the, where the scratches and bruises on my body are. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm like, I, how did I manage to roll my hands over and get a wrist, a a bruise on top of my wrist? (laughs) You need like a crime scene reenactment team to like come through and be like, this is how it happened. Yeah, I think I think I might have accidentally, as I went over, pressed my front brakes to help me run forward. I think I I think I don't know. We're still coming up with some theories, but (laughs) all I know is I went over the handlebars. My bike stopped. Twelve miles to zero miles instantly, and not my body. And I just woo. Did you have a helmet on? Oh yeah. Oh good. Yeah, that helmet is um, scratched up too. Like that thing was. I was seeing. You know, like the cartoons when a, when a character gets hit and the stars are going mm-hmm. around. Like I literally was looking at stars. Oh my god, that's scary. Yeah. So how did you? I mean, did you make it home okay? Or did you have to call Leslie to pick you up? No, I didn't bring my cell phone. I, oh, okay. I'm old school. I go out there. I'm like, you know what? Fate will. <laughs> Is this going to change that moving forward? That I don't know. Oh, you know. Or like a life alert or something? No, Leslie told me I have to bring my phone and she's going to turn on the Find My Phone Yeah, app. yeah, definitely. I'm like, great. Now I mean, you're dad. You got to, you know, yeah. safety first. Well, you know what I have to do is stop jumping over chains. True. <laughs> Seriously, I said. Step one. <laughs> I said, you know, well, I see a rock or a boulder or something and I, I get this like, I'm going to jump it. And I do. And oh. uh, most of the time it it's a successful, thrilling it's like the nine-year-old little boy living inside you. Yes, <laughs> it is. And I just need to suppress that mm-hmm. a little bit. Yes. Which is really sad. Life is short. I know. I know. But again, you got kids. You can't be all laid up for three months and a body cast. <laughs> Leslie will divorce you. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Now now I have to figure out how to um, transi- transition this conversation into memes. Right. Well, I have to say, if someone did have, like, a video of your bike accident and turned it into, like, a GIF, yeah. that would have been, like, an award-winning meme, for sure. Yeah, you, yeah. That moment you went, 
over the chain. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe I bet I could go on YouTube and just look at dads on bikes or something mm-hmm. like that and just find a lot of grown men doing stupid shit. Yes. This is why you guys live longer. <laughs> Seriously, we are we are risk takers without thinking about the reward versus the risk, right? right. Like there's, right. I do know not to jump out of an airplane with a parachute because it's like, okay, I got my thrills. The parachute opened, but you know, mm-hmm. maybe next time it won't. Like I don't need to take that kind of risk. Right. But yeah, I don't know. <laughs> this is going to outlive me by many many years. I yes. Presume. Yeah. Yeah. That's just the nature of the beast. We're risk-averse <laughs> creatures. That's and right. We need to be sticking around so we can make sure that everybody else's lives run smoothly. Yep. Yep. Anywho, memes. Memes. That's what we're talking about. <laughs> memes. I want to. I got to start reading some memes about not being an idiot. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I don't want to be a meme. Right, I like exactly. to look at the meme. I want to consume the meme. <laughs> you I don't, don't want right. to be you the meme. You don't want to be the punchline. <laughs> yeah. That's a good t-shirt. Don't be the meme. Mm-hmm. Yes. What's your position on memes? Are you pro-meme? I am Mm -hmm. pro-meme. When I had my now-defunct podcast, I was responsible for the social media, and so I I created a lot of memes Mm -hmm. to put on our Instagram page. Um, I started following a lot of other meme pages just to kind of get inspiration or kind of understand, you know, what makes something funny or relatable or digestible or shareable or or whatnot. So I'm very pro meme. I like to look for memes that make me laugh that um, are relatable to my role as a working mom that, you know, I can share with my friends and we can all get a good chuckle. Yes. And also you have a marketing background. So you probably see the value in memes from that perspective. too. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. We are eventually, we're still working on a website and a social <laughs> media game. Scuttlebutt's, wait, we're coming to Instagram and Facebook. Our, right now, like, it's it's weak. Like, uh, the web developer that's working on our stuff now was asking us questions, kicking the tires on where we are. And mm-hmm. I said, look, I like the podcast. I put stuff up on social media when I feel like it, and I never feel like it. You know, it's just, yeah. I feel It's like a lot it, of work, and that's why... Companies have social media directors because it's a profession. It's a job. You yeah. have to understand, you know, trends. You have to understand how to use hashtags. You have to understand. I mean, there's a whole bunch of gimmicks you can use on Instagram to get more followers. And frankly, I didn't have time to really dive that deep into it. It, it is literally someone's full-time job. Yeah, I am making the time because I've, I feel like I got the technology part down with this podcast. Like, I'm doing mm-hmm. this. We're doing this in layers. Yep. You know, it's like... um I don't know what the term would be, scaffolding. We're trying to grow it, like, one layer at a time, just work on the content, you know? Mm-hmm. So so speaking of content, Liz, did you bring any memes? Do you have a meme, a favorite meme? I I mean, you can't just have one yeah. favorite meme, and there's just too many out there, but... When, um, you, when you go down the, the meme wormhole... Mm-hmm. You come out with some gems. Yes. So I did try to look through my Instagram and things that my girlfriends and I share back and forth before I came over today. And I I found a bunch and there was a little bit of a trend that a lot of them have to do with marriage and sex. But Mm -hmm. I think that's totally normal for where we are in our lives. So and that's what makes me laugh. So. Well, I like this. This is pretty personal. You mm-hmm. are opening up. Liz Daly <laughs> is opening up her phone yes. to all the scuttlebuds. Yes. Okay. Um, all right. So meme number one, I'll never understand guys who pay dominatrixes to degrade them. Just get married and fold the towels wrong, dude. 
That's funny. Which is just very true. Mm-hmm. Um, the next one. So what's with the obsession of calling foods, quote, better than sex? I tried your Pinterest risotto recipe, Sharon, and frankly, I'm wondering if your needs are being met. <laughs> These are good. And that I loved because it's like, oh, this is better than sex. Like, uh, no, it's not. No. I've eaten at Michelin star restaurants before. So. <laughs> <laughs> Sharon either needs a new partner or a better vibrator. So That's right. anyway, um, <laughs> let's see. Oh, the only thing more attractive than confidence is intelligence. Don't believe me? Have a conversation with a confident idiot and let me know how horny it makes you. <laughs> your friends are. You know what? You and your girlfriends are fucking cool. I think. And we by are. the and by the way, cool women like you are dirtier than me and my friends oh, yeah. sitting around the campfire. I can guarantee you Absolutely. that. I can guarantee you. Because mm-hmm. I, I, there's times when I'm like the token guy friend, you know, the straight guy. Like right. I, I'm like, oh, God, I look like the gay friend. And it's like me and four of you, mm-hmm. you know. But um, when I'm in that situation, I just I just listen. I'm more of a listener mm-hmm. because I, the shit that comes out of your mouth yeah. is the most perverted, Completely. filthy stuff that I... Not that I wouldn't feel uncomfortable talking about it, but my my buddies and I, we just kind of started talking about the Bruins. Right. <laughs> you know, it's like sports and, yeah. you know, whatever, current yeah. events. You know, maybe someone's going to rip a fart. You, right. guys, you guys don't do that. <laughs> no. But that's where we, we draw the line at farting. <laughs> yeah. See, that's where we, we, we'll we we'll do a fist pump, mm-hmm. you know. Like, anyway, I don't know if I'll even get on. <laughs> <Gotta clean. laughs> but, yeah, there are differences. But exactly. Boy, you guys get yes. really crass. And we I so- do. And I sometimes think you do it only because I'm around. Like, you're trying to get a rise. <laughs> You know, like, I'm like, would you say that if I wasn't here? Mm-hmm. And like, oh, yeah, totally. You yeah. Know. And when it's sometimes it's, you know, you want to gauge like where people's comfort levels are. If, I, if I'm talking about something that's going to make someone uncomfortable, mm-hmm. I'll stop. Yeah. But I am. I will continue to push that line till I see. OK, now you're uncomfortable. Yeah. You know, okay. I'm, I'm not. I'll wait to mm-hmm. to view your discomfort before I scale it back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I always love it when someone just dives right, right. in because exactly. I like uncomfortability. You know, I like yes. it when someone's like. And that's where you find humor, yeah. right? Is like you get these uncomfortable, squirmy situations. And how do you kind of get people out of that squirmy, you know, feeling? Well, you make a joke, yeah. right? Yeah. So you can find the humor in anything. You know, a lot of people go through their day really uptight, too, and playing yeah. the cards close to their chest. And, you know, I got to be prim and proper. I got to be, you know, I, you know. Mm-hmm. And I like to see people, especially the stressed out ones, you know, someone who's working on a project at work or or whatever it is mm-hmm. that's maybe something at home is making things really stressful. Yeah. Like I've, I've learned like with doing some stand up comedy, you know, s- sometimes in the audience you'll hear someone just really like a guffaw laugh. Mm-hmm. Just, and he, it just it's it's kind of understood that that person really needs to be here tonight. Yes. They have a lot of energy to scrub out. Mm-hmm. They and, need to release, right? Mm-hmm. They need yeah. to get out of there, you know, every day and just get out and decompress. Yeah. And I, I never became like a big giant stand-up guy, but doing it enough, if I heard that in the audience, I would really direct eye mm-hmm. contact with that person, maybe make a comment. Yeah. You know, like them... They're not going to be a part of the show. They're not going to, you know, heckle. They don't need, they're not like, that. that's just an annoying drunk woman. Right. This, this person's just <laughs> letting off some steam. Mm-hmm. They need that. And uh, I'm like, you know what? I I feel validated that you're here and yeah. it's working out for you. Like, 
this is good. Yeah, you know? and I, I, you changed that person's day. Like mm-hmm. you, when you elicit that type of reaction from someone, you know you had a positive impact on their day. Yeah. And they could have had the best day ever or the worst day ever, but hearing that laugh like that in that environment, like you affected them, yeah. which is cool. Yeah, and I like to do it on the microcosm level, right? Mm-hmm. Like you, Like when you and like four or five girlfriends just going off, like that's probably the best therapy. Oh, totally. Right? I mean- we get together pretty regularly, like once every other week to, you know, just have cocktails and chat and catch up and decompress from our, from our weeks. More often than not, one or more of us end up crying and laugh with oh, laughter. God, and Lindsay has asthma, so she always has to use her inhaler because <laughs> she's laughing so hard. So, and they're like, there is, it is just literally the best medicine, yeah. I have to say. Yeah. Well, that's good. Mm-hmm. That's really good that you, you can do that. Yeah, yeah, it's important. It's important to have that connection. It's important to laugh. It's important to share things. And, mm-hmm. you know, again, we talk about some pretty serious stuff, too, because we've all got stuff going on in our lives. But we can always joke about things, too. You know, you never leave. I never leave a meeting with them and go, God, that was such a downer. Yeah. It was, God, we had the best time. Now, some then you have to go back to the real world, like, the next day. It's a rough right? re-entry. It is I'll, a I rough will. re-entry. <laughs> yeah. But then don't you ever feel like you're on a Zoom call with just a tight wad and you're just thinking like you need mm-hmm. to get laid yes. or or yep. or you need to go out with your girlfriends or your buddies mm-hmm. cuz or just say fuck like something yeah. you know what I mean like something Break like out let of loose that fucking shell yes. man yes you're not yes. you're not impressing anybody I with know. your fucking mm-hmm. uptight little fucking scheduling and bullshit <laughs> <laughs> fuck exactly. you fuck you with that stupid <laughs> day planner Asshole. <laughs> you corporate prick. lingo. Yeah. I don't oh. want to take this offline. <laughs> I want I want to do a show on corporate lingo. Yes. Just that is. bullshit bingo mm-hmm. stuff. Circle back. Yep. Totally. Fucking is that on your radar? Should yes. We, yeah, yeah, we yeah. Do this sometime? Absolutely. Because it is I mean, I think I die a little bit inside every time I use one of those words mm. <laughs> during a meeting. Yeah. But you're you're just peppered with it all the time. So like Yeah. And I think someone like you is probably doing it because you're trying to speak to your audience. Yeah. And you know. For sure. Um I've always had a theory that people that really are heavy into that in their vernacular, um, they're making up for not feeling like I feel like it's in, comes from a place of insecurity. Completely. Like mm-hmm. I am not the smartest person in this yes. room. So I'm going to use more words to yeah. say something that could be said in one word. Yeah. Because that makes me look smart. Yeah. I'm mm-hmm. going to get the smart person template. Yep. <laughs> Here's my vocab words. We're gonna yeah. pi- we're gonna pivot exactly. now. Yeah. Ugh. Gets me. Agreed. Agreed. Anyway, memes. Memes. <laughs> memes. That's so I brought, <laughs> I have brought one more to share with you. You know what I like? You know, appreciate. you know what I like to do sometimes is go on a good tangent. Yes. Like just pull the car mm-hmm. over and let's just go for a fucking walk. <laughs> <laughs> All right, back to sex so memes. The last the last one is a picture of uh, Leonardo Ca- Leonardo DiCaprio and Kate Winslet from Titanic when they're like on the edge of the boat or whatever. Yeah. And it just says. Titanic is just an old woman telling a story about some good dick she got on a cruise. And I totally <laughs> agree with that because she could have scooched over a little bit and made some room on that fucking door she was floating on. No so. shit. No shit. But she got what she came for. Yeah, so she... Jack can beat it. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's funny. Yeah. So that's my contribution to the, to the meme world. Well, that's cool. Um, I have... Okay, so Mike... Mike Page... On his honeymoon mm-hmm. right now, uh, left left me with like here we are right? right. So Mike Mike Mike's out. You're in, and 
Mike's mother-in-law, Marjan Mahon, is going to come on Ooh, the show with cool. meme wisdom because we've befriended each other on Facebook. and met her at the wedding. We've we've hung out. We've got some FaceTime, and she's got a great sense of humor, and uh, she's really good at picking out the memes. And she's filled nice. up my Facebook page, my Facebook feed with with some good positive stuff. So I thought it'd be great to have her come in. Yeah, I love people with great senses of humor. All right, so why don't we do a commercial break? Give a little love to our sponsors, and then when we come back, we'll bring Marjan in, and we'll continue the conversation about memes because that's Perfect. where because that's where we are in this fucking world. That's right. <laughs> we talk about that's where we've come to as a society. Yeah, look, look did you see that thing on the computer? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, we're we're so cool. That's right. All right, we'll be right back. Walking into a local bookstore is a one-of-a-kind of experience. Help preserve that experience by supporting your local bookstore. At Park Street Books and Toys, Jim and Teresa James are happy to place a special order on just about any book they do not carry. And they'll even slap on a 20% discount to your order. Your books will be delivered within one week. Park Street Books will call you to arrange for pickup or local delivery for orders more than $30. So, support your local bookstore. Visit parkstreetbooks.com. APC Pest and Termite Control's fully insured and licensed technicians are ready to keep your home safe from carpenter ants, all crawling insects, mice, yellow jackets, hornets, and wasps. APC Pest and Termite Control is pleased to offer their comprehensive service plan to meet your year-round pest control needs. As a matter of fact, if you sign up now, you will receive 10% off your next visit. They have an organic option that is very popular for controlling both tick and mosquitoes, which reduce the risk of Lyme disease, Triple E, and other insect-borne illnesses. So what are you waiting for? Find them online now at apcpest.com. Hey, Scuttlebuds. Uh, in the studio today, we have Mike Page's mother-in-law, Marjan Mahon. Scuttlebuds. Mike is on his honeymoon in New Orleans as we speak. One of my favorite cities. Yeah, no, I never been there. What do you love about it? Oh my, everything. It's the food, the architecture, the music. It's just the, um, an amazing cultural experience. I think. Yeah, I was there in '96. Mm -hmm. My husband went for a convention, and I went with him. And we were only there for like four days, but it's it, all you need. Oh, it was cool. Mm -hmm. It was really cool. Now, Liz, you have 17 beaded necklaces on. How did you get? <laughs> I, it's well documented. If I ever took my top off, no one would notice. Have you ever done that? No, no, no. I mean, I was with. I went to Jazz Fest three years in a row with with a group of friends, and some of my lady friends are more well endowed than me, and they proudly displayed their wares. Uh, That's you terrific. Know. So yeah. yeah, more power to them. You know what? I would <laughs> I agree. I would show off these forty two A cups anytime. <laughs> Check them out. Now give me those beads. No, the blue ones. <laughs> I like blue. Uh, Marjan, I'm glad that you came out here. You're watching dogs, right, while they're on their honeymoon. So you're in Salem, Mass, house-sitting and watching their dogs. Yep. And I thought, you know what? She's probably lonely over there <laughs> in Salem. <laughs> and we're friends now because Facebook says so. Yes, it right? does. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, so it's real. Yeah. And Marjan, you have the best memes. Like, like my Facebook feed, I get at least one good meme a day. And awesome. I thought... 
I'm a big fan of what I like to call meme wisdom. I Don't just share what I see <laughs> that I think is funny. You and your friends and your 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 awareness of what's going on out there, it funnels, it channels through you, and then you pick out, like, the cream of the crop. Okay. That's how I feel like. Nice. She's a curator. Well, before we get into the meme rabbit hole, Marjan, I noticed on your Facebook profile that you used to be a school bus driver. Yes, I drove for 18 years. So I just need to know what is the most horrific thing you witnessed during your tenure as a school bus driver? (laughs) And if it could become a meme. Uh, Oh, gosh. I have to say I was pretty lucky. I did have two girls start fighting. Physical fight? Yes, physical. Did you have to break it up? We're not supposed to get in the middle of that. We're not supposed to touch. So well, what, I hope you videotaped it and put it up on YouTube. I yeah. mean, that, that's a gold mine. <laughs> <laughs> that's before cell phones. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> and before cameras on the bus. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Yep. Marjan, I don't want to brag, but we were in sixth grade when we pulled this stunt. We would sit in the back of the bus mm-hmm. where we belonged, right? Because mm-hmm. we're the we're the, the cool, cool kids. kids. That's right. And, you know, the, there's the two-seater. Right, but that's really a one-seater, and mm-hmm. then the three-seater is really just a two-seater, so there's three of us. Anyway, we we conspired to get off the bus out the back door, <laughs> and we figured out how to do it. Kids at home, if you're listening. Do not do that. <laughs> <laughs> well, Marjan, I don't ride the bus anymore. If I did. <laughs> don't tell anybody what, why is there tells kids to do that. <laughs> yeah. Well, we take a, a ballpoint pen, and we push it into like the, the pin that would release as the door handle goes up. So we kind of keep that in. The door handle goes up. We open the door, throw two kids out the back, shut the door, pull the lever down, and then take the pen out of the pinhole thing again. I don't know if, if you the follow door the door. Didn't, it didn't buzz? No, because we had the pen in. Oh, you were holding it. With the pen. Well, what was the point of this exercise? Because I said, you know what? Someday I'm going to have a podcast, and this is a major <laughs> flex. I want to talk about this. <laughs> I was a troublemaker on the school buses. Yeah, I did have somebody slice one of my seats. They had oh, my God. Oh, yeah, that's not cool. Mm-hmm. And then I also had, I, this kid never gave me a problem. Apparently, he gave them all kinds of problems in school. Mm-hmm. And I had this, the uh, principal from his b- building call me. And they said, was he on the bus? I said, yes. Well, apparently, he had a gun. What? Oh, my God. I didn't know it. Yeah. Because he was a good wow. kid on my bus. Wow. Yeah, he had a gun. Did you ever see him again after that incident? I mean, how does a kid recover from mm. being caught with a gun? Uh, I don't know what happened. I didn't see him after that. Yeah. I don't know what happened. Yeah, he's going off to juvie. Yeah. Probably. Military yeah. school. The buses that he's driving on have, like, uh, chicken wire on the windows now. <laughs> <laughs> Probably a little more than chicken wire, right. whatever that's called. I would hope so. <laughs> Chain link. Yes. Chain link. That's cool. Uh, I don't know. Did you want to? No, that was, I just really wanted to hear some dark tales from the school bus yeah, driving I, days. I got lucky. Marjan, have you ever been in an accident on the school bus? Uh, my, <laughs> it was minor. It was my first year driving, and nobody was on the bus. So we were all okay. It was a sharp bend mm-hmm. on a little bridge, and I cut a little too close, yeah. and the rear wheel well caught the bridge. Really? Yes. And I was fortunate enough to be able to drive it back to base. I called them and told them what happened. And another driver came by and he got out and looked. He says, yeah, she can drive it back. So I drove it back. So Drove, it, drove it back to base. That sounds... <laughs> I love it. That sounds <laughs> badass. It does. <laughs> Home base. This, yeah. is, this is Mar- Captain Marjan. <laughs> I always loved the CB, the radio. Yeah, well, we use bus numbers. Bus numbers. Yeah. What, what bus number did you drive? I had... 
several, 49, 112, 126. And How big was this fleet? We had, <laughs> we had bus six, bus four, and bus eight. Our school district is over 300 square miles. Wow. Oh, wow. Very rural, I suppose. Pocono Mountain School District, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we had, when I first started, there were about 100 buses at that point, and it grew. It just got bigger. Good job, Liz. We brought her in to talk about memes, but this is way <laughs> no, more interesting. School bus rabbit hole. Sorry, <laughs> listeners. <laughs> so, have you come across any good school bus memes? No, I haven't. No, I saw one, and it, it, it's. I think it was around the time the kids were going back to school, so end of summer, where it, the school bus picks up, and it said it was something like mother's favorite sound is the sound of the school bus door opening or something. I'm not doing it justice, but yes, I haven't seen any memes, but I have seen, they put, I'm friends with some of the uh, old drivers that I used to drive with and they've put up pictures like somebody really souped up a school bus. Oh yeah. (laughs) Oh yes. I want to drive that thing. Yeah. (laughs) Pick my school bus. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You can take the seats out and make Mm -hmm. it, you can live in that thing. Yeah. 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 And I've, I've been to, um, a school bus uh, derby. Convent. Oh, yeah. Demolition derby. That's oh, the, wow. That is the new thing now. Demo derby. Yep. Demolition derby with school buses. Yeah. That's that cool. Good. And it's really cool because they, they put all the kids in it first. <laughs> <laughs> just the rotten ones. The bad yeah, ones. Yeah. The ones, yeah. Yes, the, it's just certain ones that you really want to put if in you, it. If you get six detentions in a year, you're right. on that bus. <laughs> yeah. You bring the memes and I thought that we should share your meme wisdom with the Scuttlebuds. So I gave you a couple of topics yeah. or or categories, mm-hmm. right? Stupid people. Stupid people. Okay, so, so let's start <laughs> it's with... It's endless. <laughs> God, there's so many of them, you know. I would love to just be amused by watching them instead of being frustrated, you know, and as long as they're not in my way. And I think that's where our meme about stupid people is... Mm-hmm. Well, we deserve it. Stupid people were put on this planet to test your anger management skills. That is true. Mm-hmm. I'll say. Now, with some of these memes, they're also memes are visual. So, did any of these memes have like a visual component to it, or are, are these like the words of wisdom that you're going to give? These, I, most of these were words of wisdom. Mm-hmm. I found something with the Spock and Kirk. Okay. And they're talking to each other and. Kirk says, how are you always so calm? Spock says, because I don't argue with stupid people. I just cut it short and say, you're right. Kirk says, that's completely ridiculous. Spock says, you're right. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Stupid people are like glow sticks. I want to snap them and shake the shit out of them until the light comes on. (laughs) That's That's fabulous. (laughs) I'm not an angry person. Stupid people just piss me off constantly. Yep. (laughs) That's more of a statement. Like, yeah, I can get behind that. Yeah. So, Rick, are you saying you wish that stupid people existed, like, for your entertainment and pleasure versus getting you all riled up? I'm I'm working on, I'm in the middle of a mindset readjustment. Mm -hmm. How about you? Do you see stupid people? I mean, constantly. Like, people, this is a huge pet peeve of mine, are clueless people in the grocery store where they're just kind of meandering up and down the aisle <laughs> and um 
I'm right behind you. I know you can sense me behind you, but yet you're meandering right in the middle of the aisle. And I don't have all goddamn day. I have a full-time job and three children. I got to get in. I got to get out like SEAL Team 6. Mm -hmm. So move over to the right, please, so I can pass you. Or they stop. Yes. Right in the middle middle of the aisle. So they're just people who are unself-aware, I would say, is my biggest pet peeve because I do try my best to be aware of my surroundings and know if I'm in someone's way mm-hmm. but I think that the 99% of humanity just thinks that they are above everything yeah yeah it's it's the it's the tourist in mm-hmm. Boston where they're walking and then all of a sudden they're not walking <laughs> and it's like why mm-hmm. what the like this is a sidewalk we don't do that with our cars why would you do it with your feet right Right. Exactly. The worst though is when someone's op- the doors open to a store automatically, they step two feet in and then stop. Yeah. <laughs> like, wow, <laughs> wow. And let's get positive here. Empowerment. Okay. I want to carpe the freaking diem today. For somebody my age, mm-hmm. proper term for a senior woman is a queenager. A oh, queenager. I like that. I do too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> of course, women don't work as hard as men. They get it right the first time. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. I saw one with uh, Kevin Hart, and he had this screaming face on and He says, I feel empowered to ask, why are we making memes? <laughs> <laughs> you know why? Because uh, memes have very big influential power. Yes. You know, according to Instagram, they... They say that they have over a million memes shared on their platform every single day. So um, I tried to I tried to Google how many memes are in existence today, and mm-hmm. I couldn't find anything because they're being, you know, obviously they're being created every single day. Right. But yeah, I mean, if, if just on Instagram alone, there's a million being shared, that covers a pretty wide range of topics, information, disinformation, et cetera. But yeah, they're flying all over every social media platform out there. Some for amusement, some for empowerment, some to spread propaganda. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Okay, Marjan, what else? Uh, this is a little comic strip. Little old man and little old lady, mm-hmm. husband and wife sitting on a bench. And he says, Whenever I get mad at you, you never seem to get upset. How do you control your temper? And she says, I go clean the bathroom. He says, Well, how does that help? <laughs> I use your toothbrush. <laughs> <laughs> If I'm holding a stick while I'm having a bad day for some reason, everyone starts to look like a pinata. <laughs> uh, I asked my daughter for the phone book. She called me a dinosaur and gave me her cell phone. Now the spider's dead, and she's furious. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so Margin, I have a question. So, sure. So Rick mentioned that you share all these great memes with him. Like, what what strikes you about a meme that you think it's shareworthy? Because there's a lot of garbage out there. So when mm-hmm. you see something, what do you... What do you think? Uh, it makes me laugh. Mm-hmm. It's pretty much what I'm on Facebook for. It's that's a wonderful reason to be on Facebook, Marjan, to laugh. Yeah. Unlike many other people we know who are on Facebook just to vilify other people. Yes, like okay, I what? love that. Well, there was actually an experiment done. I think it was by Swedish scientists where they took a group of people and showed them a video of their favorite soccer slash football. You know, it's Europe mm-hmm. soccer team winning. A match. And they had electrodes hooked up to their brain. And so they were measuring kind of their happiness level as they were seeing their favorite team win a game. They showed the same group of people a video of their rival team losing a game. 
those Ooh. they they measured that their happiness was actually increased when they saw their rival team losing. Ooh. So we get more pleasure out of seeing someone fail yeah. than we do seeing someone succeed. Wow. It's scientifically proven. All right, back to memes. Okay. Um some things are better left unsaid, but I'm probably going to get drunk and say them anyway. <laughs> yeah, you are, Marjan. Marjan, can I get you some bourbon? No, thank you. Okay. <laughs> Not a bourbon drinker. No. All right, now, what's kind of cute, Liz, is mm-hmm. I gave her categories. Mm-hmm. One of them was virtue signaling. You know what? Anything in excess starts getting old with me. Mm-hmm. We're now putting up, I stand with Ukraine signs. Unless you're a monster. You, I, I mean, know, like, like <laughs> who isn't with Ukraine? Right. So... What I thought was cute here was I gave Marjan categories and she had to look this one up. She didn't know what virtue signaling I meant. Have, you never I heard that term. Never heard that term before. Okay, but now you know what it means, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. So, so I, you have one. I got something. So yeah. let's let's end the Marjan's meme wisdom <laughs> with this one. Make it a good one because I I'm trying to accept the virtue signaling in my life because okay. people aren't going to stop mm-hmm. it. So I need to deal with it. Okay. This one has to deal with the pandemic. So hopefully it's a good one. Mm-hmm. With the pandemic ending, people who yell at others to wear masks are in danger of never feeling important again. That's true. Mm-hmm. That is true. It's like, no, oh, what are you going to do? Yep. God, I hope, you know what? New rule. We're never going to talk about the pandemic ever again on Small Town Scuttlebutt. Marjan, you just closed the book on that. Okay, sounds that good topic. to me. <laughs> sounds good to me. <laughs> yeah. I told one person, like, you know, we're all supposed to be wearing masks. I'm like, really? Like, it only works if you wear a mask and right. I wear masks? That's two masks? How about you just wear two masks and go fuck yourself? <laughs> there you go. Like, boom, done. Marjan, thank you so much for coming in with your wisdom. I feel like uh, these are the things that make me... Get through the day. Oh, you know, mm-hmm. just just little the witticisms. Thank you. And uh, I think you got a really good sense of humor. I'm glad to have met you, and uh, I'm glad that oh, we're friends. Good. On good. Facebook. Thanks. Because thanks. Uh, Zuckerberg says we're friends now. That's right. Yes. Yeah. We're friends. And I won't hide you if I don't like one of your names. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. Okay. Try to stay away from the political ones. That's right. <laughs> All right, Marjan. Thank you so much for uh, coming in, thanks. and uh, thanks for listening to the show too. Oh yeah. All yeah. Right. Well, hey, Mike's my son-in-law, so at first it was an obligation, and I kind of got into it. Okay, cool. (laughs) I like that. I like that we're more than an obligation. All right. Thank you. All right. You know what I just realized after talking with Marjan is the next best thing to memes is talking about them. I had a good mm-hmm. time. This was a fun conversation, right? It was. And all the memes that she shared, I had not seen before. So it was kind of nice to get some new content and some new laughs. And I really appreciated what she said about how the, the fact that she goes to Facebook to laugh. Yeah. And I thought that that was great. And she certainly came well prepared. Honey, what did you do yeah, today? Right. Well, me and Liz were in the basement talking about I, memes. memes. Like, how old are you? 16. <laughs> Between I'm... your bike accident <laughs> and the meme talk. I know. It's we like... have a lot of growing up to do. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like Benjamin Button. I'm going in yes. reverse. I love that. I'm going to be like a nine-year-old <laughs> next, time we, next time we see each other. We should probably just wrap this up and go home. Yeah, I think so. I'm going to go write some memes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go look at some. All right, Scuttlebuds, for Liz Daly, I'm Rick Fink. We will see you next week on Small Town Scuttlebutt. Thanks for listening. We here at Small Town Scuttlebutt love that you listen to us every week. If you like what you hear, go support the businesses that help support us, like APC Pest Control, Larkin's Liquors, Mario's Lawn Care, 
Perez Martial Arts, Medfield Village Cleaners, Royal Pizza, Park Street Books, Smear Campaign, and Mike Page Studios.